everybody. It's a Friday morning, and that means it is time now for the Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Our realty expert, Berkshire Ben Olson, will be joining us in just a minute. Look, if home feels too big, let's get you a smaller one. And it's okay if the process seems daunting or you're having a hard time letting go. Because our network agents have the expertise to help you downsize and get you to just the right size. Now, let's go get you home. All right, and we are back, and uh, we are back with Realty Expert Berkshire Ben Olson. And uh, Ben, how are you? It's Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like I've been waiting for like six days for today. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting all week for Friday. <laughs> uh, you got any big plans for the weekend? No, nothing too crazy. Just going to be working um, pretty much. Got a few showings and things going on. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Now, Pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. I, I know you uh, do a lot with commercial. Yes. Uh, now, uh, one of the things I've, I've, you know, I've thought about uh, buying commercial property for years. I just don't really know. Uh, you know, when most people think of, okay, I'm buying some commercial property, they're thinking of these huge apartment complexes or, you know, four plexes or six plexes or big office buildings. But what are the benefits of like smaller commercial properties? So there are a lot of benefits to owning commercial property in general. I mean, it's another way to build income in something and build equity in something that can produce you benefits in the future when you go to sell it or or if you're running a business out of the whatever you bought. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know lucrative that way. So um, you know there are a lot of biz- there are a lot of businesses or people who actually buy. Um, buildings and just lease them out to other businesses Mm -hmm. or there are people who you know buy bars and restaurants or different type of commercial property that may not be a million dollar property but maybe something that somebody can afford and then Mm -hmm. run on their own Mm -hmm. so i mean is there a big difference in what you have to do the the steps you have to take uh buying commercial property versus buying a house the biggest step you have to take really is identifying what investment you're more interested in. Mm-hmm. So um, the one hard thing with some entrepreneurs is that they kind of go back and forth between ideas and what they think they like to do, but really identifying what you'd like to do. So if you are a bartender and you'd be interested in owning your own bar, mm-hmm. you should be identifying different bars in the area, looking at the prices, looking at what you could afford. Um, and then really what you want to do is you want to get connected with a real estate professional and a banker to be able to determine what you can afford basically and what type of off-road work to get put together. And then obviously talking with the owners, um, getting profit and loss statements, looking at you know their financials. That's all things that during a due diligence period, a buyer would do on, on a bar, restaurant, or any type of business. Now, uh, you know, you, you hit on the bar and the restaurant business. Is it a little tougher getting money from lenders for something like that versus a, a different type of commercial property? In some cases, it just really depends on how the business is doing. So we like to see from sellers, you know, a good, a good books keeping. We like to see inventory that's been, you know, stable. We like to see sales that have been stable. And so that's, that's what really helps, I think, you know, with sales when buyers look at these profit and loss statements. And that's not even excluding what the bank's going to look at, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just talking about just from the buyer perspective. Sure. The bank's going to look at a whole other slate of things like the value of the building, the value of the assets in the building, the value of the inventory. And so navigating that process is really important. And, um, you know, usually it turns out really well for people who want to run and own their own business if they're going to be, um, you know, especially with 
um, any type of commercial property that they can have customers in or serve customers in. It just is important to build equity. You mentioned uh, due diligence. Um, there's a lot of things you need to be looking at. Now, if somebody is, uh, again, I'll use the bar or restaurant for an example. If they're thinking about this, uh, they should probably get a hold of uh, somebody like you, Ben Olson, months before so they can, because there's a lot of stuff you're going to have to go through. Right. My recent transaction, I sold the Broadway station in St. Hilaire. I was going to ask you about yes, that. Yes, and it did close. It closed on the 1st of July, and so I can talk about it. And um, it was really nice to you know get both sides wrapped up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing that helped was that the seller kept really good books, and the restaurant was really, really clean, mm-hmm. and really like, it was a great... Um, it was basically a great sale to have in general. Like it was a good building. Um, and I think the biggest thing was that the buyers were, you know, really interested in owning operating and mm-hmm. they looked at how they could make money just buying this business and, and running it themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of work. But then when you think about all the work you spend working for somebody else, right. it does make a difference to branch out on your own and, you know, to not start something from the ground up like some people do to buy something that's already established is a big undertaking. Because you want to have a seamless transition. You want to be able to keep things going good. If they're going good, you want to improve things if they need to be improved. You know, and then do the tweaks that you want to make. Mm-hmm. And so it's a big process. But at the end of the day, it can be really rewarding for people who can, you know, like the people who bought the St. Hilaire bar, I mean, it's, it's can be, their family can work there if they want. I mean, that's kind of a benefit is that they can have people there and, um, you know, really support the community too. And so they kind of see it as an all around aspect and it's really interesting to see. I like that you mentioned uh, smooth transition. Um, I am uh, social media friends with the previous owners and the new owner. Yep. And so mm-hmm. I know them and um, following uh, their Facebook posts, it looked like it just went smooth. It was yep. like one day they had it, the next day this guy gets it, and it was like business as usual. And that's what's really great about business transactions. I definitely think that when people go into buying a house, they have this mentality that, oh, it's going to be difficult and everything's going to be... It doesn't mean that commercial transaction won't be difficult either, mm-hmm. but it is set up in a way where you know the, the business owner is putting it for sale because they want to sell it. Mm-hmm. And you come along and you determine a price you want to offer on and try to offer on. If you come to an agreement, then let's make the deal work. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's it's two willing participants coming together and saying, yep, I'm ready to change hands. I'm ready to give up the bar because I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to take it on because it's important to, you know, it's important to, um, you know, build that type of business for myself. And that's really a personal choice. You know, it's a personal sure. investment to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, did you have something you wanted to show today? Yes. Yes. So I actually have another uh, bar restaurant um, oh. for sale up in Warren, Minnesota. Okay. This is the uh, Uptown Cafe. It's located at 510 Main Street in Warren. And uh, I think that it's up on the screen now. Yep. It has some really great features. Um, the building itself was built and I'm trying to pull up the date so I don't get it totally wrong. The building was built in about 1975. Oh. And when you look at it, it's a huge, it's a huge amount of space. So if you go through um, the pictures here, you can see the front. The parking lot and the lot itself are quite large. So um, if anyone were to buy this bar, they could do um, some type of you know, events or something, Mm -hmm. you know, nearby. Um, So it just really what it needs is, is somebody to come in and want to, you know, kind of take it over. And same with the St. Hilaire bar is, is really run it. So it's have some really nice updates. That's your entry that's been updated has two secure doors in the front. That's the main entrance. 
And then that is the cafe portion. So that is open in the morning. And the kitchen is located behind it. Very classic look. So very, very kind of cool atmosphere mm-hmm. that they have in there. Kitchen, coffee area. And then this is the banquet room. This was oh, wow. just recently refinished. This is all basically brand new. They put in uh, sprinkler systems. They had the tile put, put in for the ceiling, new, new lighting, um, new paint on the walls, new flooring, new bar top put on everything. They also have a liquor license. So if somebody oh. were to want to expand that bar and make that um, one side a bar and one, one side the... Uh, the restaurant or the cafe area, they could do that. Um, that's more of the banquet area. That's the bar. So if somebody wanted to build it out right behind there uh, where that hutch is or, or you know, do anything mm-hmm. like that, they could. But it's set up to basically be a full-service oh, sure. venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, especially in these times of COVID and, and everything that's, you know, people have really embraced, I think, being out in um, nature more and being out in the, uh, you know, in the open. And so like Warren is a great place because that's a great place to have, have some out, an outdoor event, especially in the summer. Well, this would be a great place to have a reception. Yeah. Because everything's set up for you. Yeah. I mean, you got that big parking lot. Why not bring out some live music, you know, all that right. kind of stuff uh, or have a, a, a cornhole tournament or you could just have all kinds of fun. And it has got a great location too. I'm, I go to Warren quite often and uh, I have seen that but a few times, but um, what does something like that go for? That one is listed right now for three forty nine nine, and that one is um, basically turnkey, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what what I think is important about that listing is that um, when you go in there, the you know it's clean. You can see all the appliances on on yeah, the photos. Um, so you can tell that steel, they're clean, beautiful stuff. Yeah, and so it, it makes a big difference when you're walking into a situation as somebody who maybe has worked in the restaurant industry for years, mm-hmm. or maybe you've never worked in the restaurant industry and you want to try something different or you decide that it's time to own a business for yourself. Um, they are very busy operation because they are, you know, there's not a lot of options and right. they have a great venue. I mean, that's the, other, that's the other thing too is that their atmosphere really, really makes a difference and you can actually park, walk right inside. Um, you know, you can have events there and that's a really big key um, part of why that business could be really successful or even more successful really under somebody, you know, new buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, right now they have great business. They have a tremendous amount of people who come in. Um, you know, they're, they're always hiring, of course, because they need the people to service their customers that come in. And so it's a great thing to see, um, you know, people wanting to pass this on to the next, the next owners and to market them like this. You know, it's always nice too when a business is thriving, you can, you know, jump in. Uh, and if you want to start tweaking things a little bit as right. you go, but what do you say to these people that, that have been on the fence? You know, uh, you mentioned somebody maybe been in the restaurant business for years or the bar business. And they've been taught, you know, thinking to themselves for a year or whatever, man, you know, I should really, I should buy a bar or a restaurant or both. What do you tell these people that are on the fence? Because, I mean, if you don't try it, you're not going to know how it goes. Right. The first thing I think you need to look at is what your financial situation is and what, what your purchasing power is. And the best thing you can do is sit down at the bank and get talking about it. You know, having some money saved up is going to be important. There are grants that you can do for these type of, for these type of um, buildings. Mm-hmm. I know that, um, I know that there was, an, I think there was an incentive for the St. Hilaire bar that, that was done. Um, and then I know that they offer some things in Warren as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's important 
to look at all of your financial options. Don't just look at the what you have in the bank and think that that's all you can mm-hmm. can bring to closing. There could be other options for you. Um, and then number two, just really considering for yourself, is this the best move? And then if you feel like it is, you should try it. I mean, we can always put in offers, do our due diligence and see if it works out. And that's the biggest thing is you don't know unless you actually try and we sit down and try to work it out. You know, a lot of people uh, think small town America is is drying up and dying out. And uh, a lot of times, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. incentives especially for small towns, um, you got to check into it because right. you never know. There could be tax incentives. There could be breaks because they want the businesses to stay in their town. Absolutely. And, and these towns are not uh, not really getting smaller. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're increasing in size. And, and even in even in Warren and St. Clair, many places, ta- houses sell before they're on the market. Yeah. Still. And, and, I mean, the real estate is still busy in those mm-hmm. markets as well. And people don't seem to realize that either you know they yep. kind of think oh i'll go to warren and pick up any house in the block you you can some you can sometimes but not really i mm-hmm. mean it's it's really getting more competitive in those small communities because warren isn't really that far away from grand forks right or crookston or thief river or thief river mm-hmm. and so it's a great central hub for anyone who's living and working in this area really i mean you can travel back and forth from it mm-hmm. and still own a business you know it's funny because uh people used to um want to leave the small towns and go to the big city but now it's called all kind of turned around. I mean, look at Thompson, for example. Right. Uh, if it's a short commute, I mean, go live in a big city. You're still, you might have a 45-minute commute one way to go to work. A 25-minute commute to, from Warren or St. Hilaire or any of these towns, that is really nothing. It's, it's nothing. And I think uh, I was even talking to another commercial client who's from Houston, and they said, oh, how far is it from X, Y, and Z? I said, 10 minutes. And they're like, 10 minutes? <laughs> 10 minutes and a lot of people around here they can't believe that forever yeah they can't believe that like oh oh how bad is traffic really like what's what's the most well the most traffic you're gonna have is during construction season and you know i don't know i've never really been delayed anything Mm. like more than 20 minutes really ever the longest i ever wait is for trains oh really yeah you might have to keep your heads heads up for a deer or something crossing the highway but uh right yeah so you know there are benefits of smaller commercial properties for sure Right. I think that the biggest takeaway from from looking at a bar uh, or a restaurant is that, you know, you can be your own boss, set your own schedule. It's a lot of work, Mm -hmm. but it can be really rewarding. Um, people don't go into business because they don't make money. Right. I mean, these people aren't, aren't you know, are, are deciding that they want to be in this business. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is a lucrative business if you work hard and you do, if you have great product, have great service. Um, and then buying something established too just really helps with the startup. I mean, if you start from brand new, you have to buy everything from scratch. And that's not a bad thing, but it just is hard to do. It's harder to do now than it ever has been. The cost of installing a hood system, of installing a lot of these things from scratch is, is quite costly. And so, um, you know, starting from the ground up, buying a business that's established for a price that you can afford and make payments on and pay off and reap the benefits of, I think is just the best thing that you could do if you're not in the market for a new home, buying a restaurant or a bar or some other type of commercial property would might be beneficial to you you know when we first started this berkshire hathaway bi-weekly podcast i never imagined it would be an educational show but i learn a little something (laughs) new almost every single day berkshire ben olson how can somebody reach you it's easy just go to propertyandclient.com to view my listing out in warren or you can call me at 701-318-2676 all right thank you berkshire ben olson and you know what um maybe the place you're looking at isn't turnkey like 
like that beautiful place in Warren. If it's not and you need a little bit of work, maybe some remodeling done on it, get a hold of Executive Properties. They'll get it done right for you. They do all types of commercial and residential work, and they do it all. Kitchen, bathrooms, doors, siding, concrete, cabinets, trim and tile. I think you get the picture. For all your general contractor needs, call them up. Executive Properties, 701-330-1273, or go to executiveproperties.org. And for the week, there you go, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. We'll be back again with Berkshire Hathaway on Wednesday morning. Until then, have yourself a great weekend, everybody.